This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Watching Lester Till I Die TV. Welcome along to LTID TV 2, um, or as we like to call it, uh, LTI TV BE or plus one or whatever one of those uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we think we can get away with. Um, but it's nice, nice to be, uh, nice to be here. Nice to be here because, yes, I got my bottom slapped again today. Uh, now, I must admit, there's nothing wrong with having your bottom slapped every now and again. Just ask, uh, just ask my guests this evening. Um, but now I was a little bit apparently naughty with YouTube again, so I, I was off the naughty step for 24 hours, and here I am back again. So it'll probably be one man and his dog uh, or sheep because Mike's in. Good evening, Mike. 
And um, uh, but look, we'll, we'll see. at least we can do this as I can't do it on my channel. So hey, it's all good fun. Look, this is though LTID TV the quiz channel do subscribe to both of our channels please it really does help us both and of course we are trying to grow this as well so it'll actually be quite interesting to see how it goes and ltid tv look we are on all of that all of that that you can see there and that one which is just where are we just there God, I can smell my armpit it's horrible but that one that you can see just there uh talk tv if you go on to LTID TV, the main channel, search under the pick, which is one of the first um, playlists, and you will see it's me talking to Mark Sagas on Talk uh, LTID on Talk TV last week about preseason friendlies abroad. And uh, I've got to, I've got to say, I've got to say, look, I've got to say hello to uh, hello to, um, to to Mike. Uh, no, your comment didn't post, Mike. But it's very good for you to join us. He lived it with me this morning. He lived it with me. I see you've had a few changes to your own channel, mate. Not sure how. Uh, I've not watched it yet. I just saw it before I came in here. Uh, but good luck with all of that as well. Um, let me just. There we go. That's what I wanted you to say. You see, I'm just not set up on it. I'm in. I'm in like a daisy because everything's there. But it's all the wrong bits. So and you know what it's like. If you end up touching the wrong bits, you get yourself into trouble. But, yeah, that is where you can find us. We are all over um, internet as well and all over the social media. Uh, and I better get on because I've got absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But, look, I have been clinging on to the Premier League by my fingernails with um, uh, the earlier a few days ago I did the the, the shirt show with uh, with with uh, Doug on his channel, um, but reality strikes. And to be honest with you, if we play anything like we played today against Liverpool, I'm bloody glad we're not in the Premier League because we would have taken a bit of a walloping. Um, but talking about taking a bit of a walloping, this guy knows all about that. Evening, Kate. Uh, let's bring him in now. <laughs> My old adversary, Dan Dan, the Burnley fan. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, no beatings today. I think I get a day off on Sundays to recover. So, oh, yeah, all is, all is well. Oh, I've, told, I've been told you enjoy it, but who am I to question it? You know, as long as, <laughs> as, long as she lets you out for the shows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Remember not to beat your arm up because the, uh, the definitely attached. Definitely. If you wonder why I'm sat up so high and half my head's off the screen, it's because I'm sat on a rubber ring because it hurts to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to be careful with your rings, haven't you, mate? Oh, you do indeed. <laughs> you're doing it. But look, thank you for coming on. Uh, Turf yeah, no, thanks for as you can see there, uh, the link, as always, is in the description because he's a good friend of the channel and I, and I still made a promise to his mother that I would look after him. How is she? <laughs> she's all right, yeah. She's not too bad. She's uh, been decorating the front room, uh, decorating the living room. So... I used to hate it when she used to say, I wish you had Chris. Can't decorate. <laughs> <laughs> do say, do do say that one will come in. For me. Join in in the comments. So, as we go through, as we are doing the championship review, I put review, but it should be preview. Just shows what the bloody hell it's going like today. But going to end up. Does that sound right? 
But I have I have no idea, to be honest with you, um, because I, I don't know the teams, and, and I, I purely would be guessing. But you know it all because you were there last season, mate, and you stormed the division. We did, we did, we did uh, really, really well. Uh, even I, as a Burnley supporter, and a lot of other Burnley fans, we didn't expect the season that we had. Um, it was so surreal to even ha- have a moment like that. Mm. Uh, but we did. It was a, it was enjoyable. It was a lovely ride to be on. Uh, I, I'll say it now. I'm, I'm going to miss the championship. Kate or the football season. The, fo- the football season. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say Kate's not a bad ride either to get myself out of that. But then no, I think just, you just need yourself further in. Yeah. Chris, Chris, you just you, you set me up for him, and I'm like, ah, what do I say? Um, <laughs> to be honest, no, it's it, it's an it is a really good league to be honest and if anything I'd probably say it's a lot more competitive than mm. the Premier League because um, once you get in it it is hard to get back out and there's not many teams that used to go down and come about. back up <laughs> so um, <laughs> so yeah I, I'm looking forward to obviously seeing what some of the clubs that have gone down can do like I said the likes yep. of yourselves Leeds and Southampton can you suck can any of the three that went down emulate what we did Um well. We're going to find see. out what you think in a minute because we're going to go through the league and have a look at your positions. <laughs> so that's what I say is there's wrong, a, isn't I'm it? Say, there's a book written about positions. Uh, there, there? there is, isn't there? <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I know I can't. I can't. I'm not alone. Control yourself, Chris. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, I'm going to say, like I say, well done. I mean, everybody is, and we'll come on to what your predictions are in a minute, but. Everybody's sort of saying, oh, Leicester are going to go up, Leicester are going to be champions. You know, all the betting companies have got, you know, Leicester, Southampton, Leeds to be the three that go back up. And I think, well, A, first of all, it's very disrespectful to the other 20-odd teams that are, that are in that division, um, you know, are trying to get out of it, that are used to it. Um, but also, I think what you did last season... And I say, well, it was great. It was great for you to have that season. But it's put a hell of a lot of pressure on us because everybody's looking at us and going, oh, new manager. Oh, got rid of a load of players you didn't need, brought a lot of new players in. Yeah, that's what Burnley did and what happened to them. So no no pressure on us, thank you very much. No, it's um, it's a daunting challenge because you've obviously got gone and got somebody from a Manchester City background as well. So people then start yeah. to put two and two together and hope that it, you, you get in that sort of that anybody that's worked under Pep is seen to going to come in and do a job like Pep. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's you know these people will have their own philosophies, their own styles. Just because they, as a coach, are told I need you to work it this way because this is how I effectively want the team to work. Yeah. You know, is it is, is his own man now? Uh, is it Maresca, the manager? Yeah, Enzo. Yeah, Enzo. Enzo. Yeah, that definitely easier. Yeah. Um, especially for me, it's only a pizza place down the road. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know he looks like he's he's come here with good calibre uh, from like say from a really good club. And who who knows? Again, these managers came in. John Dalton for Blackburn last season. They started mm. off really well. You just need to keep that you know trail going if it does. 
We do, we do definitely. Um, but I'm very much like you, uh, I believe, if my memory serves me right, and I'm old, so it doesn't always. Uh, I'm lucky if I can remember where the toilet is, but then you've got that problem <laughs> your age. Uh, <laughs> I, if I remember rightly, you said at this time last season, and I, I completely agree with it now, I don't care if we don't come straight back up, because what I don't want to do is do a Norwich. I come up for one season, then go back down, and then come. There's, there's Dan's frozen. Dan? Dan, I think, is frozen. Or is he. I don't know, he's, where, he's, he's winding me up. No, no, it had froze, but it, it, oh, it, showed, it. Well, it showed the internet at the side. It had gone all funny and. That, that was really scary because all I got was a picture of you with this big smile on your face. And I'm thinking, what's he gone off to do? <laughs> just going to scratch that itch <laughs> yeah. but no look I don't want to become a Norwich or a uh, dare I say a Watford where we come up go down come up go down and if yeah. we don't go up this season but it means that when we go up we'll be stronger I'd sooner do that I think that's what you were saying last season wasn't it yeah I think when company came in as manager it was you know, to come in with a two to three year plan before promotion. Yeah. So to go up at the first time of asking, it's it's one of them where we've ran before we could walk uh, in terms of what company company wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, uh, it, 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 it will happen. You, you know, it's about having the right heads in at the right time. You know, when, when all your chips were down after relegation, you've got to pick out the ones now that, not not to blame as such, but you know, the ones maybe unsettling the dressing room, the ones that yeah. seem to think that they have a big say on things. Um well, but coming day, from that pet background, is you know, I think Enzo won't take any any crap. And no, I, be, mean, I mean he, he, he had Vestergaard on today, God help us. But in fairness, Vestergaard had a good game. You know, he had a decent yeah. game. Yes, we lost four 0 It was a mad eighteen minutes. Uh, up until that point, we were playing real, and I'm thinking, like, wow, you know, indeed, he was like, Welcome back, indeed. Where the hell yeah. have you been? Uh, because this is like the Nididi that we got in that we said was the new Kante, and suddenly you're back, and it's fantastic. And Vestergaard had an all right game, in fairness, can't you know, argue. and that's it. Sometimes players that the bell end from before could not get a tune out of the new guy comes in and and he can, but. We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. But let's get into this. Um, three went down last season. Um, really quite, well, I think Wigan were cut adrift quite early on, can't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Luke's in. Good evening, Luke. And good evening, Coach's Corner. Yeah, Wigan, Wigan, went, Wigan were down. But Blackpool and Reading, both of them five points behind Cardiff. Are you surprised at those three going down? I was surprised at Blackpool, to be fair. I thought Blackpool would have um, been able to get themselves out of it a little bit. It was a very tough ask, to be honest with you, for Blackpool, um, with everything on the pitch. Um, I don't think Mick McCarthy was the right appointment at the at that time for them. Uh, but they've got Neil Critchley back now, and I'm sure he'll get them back up from League One. Um, and he, he was doing some good things. Blackpool fans really enjoyed the football under Critchley before he left. And you might see a different philosophy uh, for Blackpool as well because they were under the Oystons when Critchley was last yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so 
obviously, Reading, that's a, a completely different scenario altogether. They took a points deduction due to, um, you know, I think an admin error, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they could have took it next season, but they didn't. They said, no, we'll take it this season. They took, they took the wrap on the knuckles. And unfortunately for them, results didn't go their way. And it's strange, really, because where Reading were at the start of the season, they were up there. Paul Ince had them in the playoffs. Mm. So, you know, to, to go from having it's those... Probably why they thought it was safe to take the points deduction this year. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm. I'm surprised. That's probably why Paul Ince left. You know, leave yeah. while you're on a high, mate, because uh, that's as good as it's ever got for you in your managerial career. But <laughs> that said... Nick, Nick McCarthy, though, you, you mentioned Nick McCarthy. To me, he's always flattered to deceive. Yeah, a bit like an Alan Pardew. Um, yes, he's almost so, yeah. almost one of those where people go, oh, I've got a name coming in. Hmm. But he's not that big a name to be able to go, oh, it's Mick McCarthy, this is going to yes. change our fortunes. Yes. I mean, you need someone who's a big personality. Like I say, yeah. Huddersfield, it worked out perfect. Warnock, we all know what he's like, disciplinarian. If you get on the good side of him, he's got an art of gold and will you know, work, work well with you. Mick McCarthy just sounds like this guy who's like, no, I'm sorry. Once you've finished on the training pitch, can you get yourself off to the sides and take bins out, please? <laughs> uh, it, it's, you know, he don't sound any... He just sound, he sounds a bit like, I tell you, Pearson. <laughs> Pearson. But no, I mean, in terms, I mean, in terms of the way he speaks isn't really... It's just sort of like mm. down, almost like it, authority style, yeah. but... True says here, but have the Oysters sold Blackpool now? Because I can remember they're the gone. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. So I, I obviously, I, I was in Blackpool when they sort of took the club over, and I've got a very uh, embarrassing story about the Oysters, but I'm not going to tell it now uh, because I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, it, it involves. Women, girls in bikinis and too much drink. So we'll leave it at that. But those, <laughs> are, the, those are the three to go down. Now, if if the graphics computer is going to work, is, is working well, and I hope it is, um, you, like I said, basically, you you know the league. I could put them in any order and I've no idea whether, you know, one team's better than the other. You're the one with the expert knowledge, allegedly. Um, yeah. you've, got, you've got a degree in... Um, Something or another. I don't know what it is. But look, <laughs> let's start. And of course, I've got to remember now, 24 teams in this league. Um, yeah. And this is who you've got in 24th. Cardiff. Uh, and you can see, look at the lovely graphic there. 24th, bottom three relegation. Uh, Cardiff City finished 21st last year. But you think they will go down this season? Yeah. Um, Cardiff, for me, have had their struggles um, they've been under numerous transfer embargoes. And the fan base doesn't like Vincent Tan, the chairman. Is he still they there? Want, yeah, he's still there. They want him out. Um, I mean, I'm same as them. I'm asking to, I've, as a ginger, I've wanted a tan out for years. Um, so, you know, they don't have to, <laughs> they don't have to worry. Um they, they've had to, you know, they've had to bring in free transfers, loan deals because of the way things are. Um, but to be fair, they've done some, they've done some all right business. Like I say, these, by the way, I will, I, I will say that I've gone with the same predictions I predicted on my channel very, very early. Um, so there is some that my my perception may have changed on. 
But like mm-hmm. I say, it is just a prediction and yeah. it's not going to be the be-all and end-all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cardiff, Cardiff's prodigal son is back this year as well. Aaron Ramsey has gone back to Cardiff, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, a great show of intent for them. Uh, a great player in midfield. Uh, they've signed former Chelsea striker Ike Ugbo uh, on loan from uh, Troyes in uh, the French League 2. Um, so, yeah, I expect them to try and fart, but the, the only problem is with Cardiff is they've languished in that area for quite some time over a number of seasons now. And it's the calibre of teams that have come down and that were fighting to get out of the league last year. Cardiff, for me, look like they're the ones going to be in dire straits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> money for nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Vincent Tan, he took them up to the Premier League. They loved him then, apart from when he tried to obviously introduce the red shirt. But look, <laughs> you've got them in 24th. Mike says Ramsey Grant, potentially Kiefer Moore uh, coming in. And he, but he also says Cardiff 24th. He says, come on, but they bought well and will finish 16th-ish. But look, it's opinions, Mike. It's opinions. Uh, that's what it is. Can I just say thank God that Dan is wearing a white hat? Otherwise, we wouldn't know where his head was. You've gone very, very dark there. Um, I know. I don't know why. I don't I know why. It's the dark clouds that are hanging over Burnley. Have I got? Have I got a little bit brighter now? You've got a little bit brighter now. Yes. You, you, if you didn't smile before, we lost you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I twisted the light bulb in the back of my head Ooh. a little bit. It was just it was a loose connection, loose connection. You don't want to be doing that, mate. Not at your age. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in twenty third, wow! Now this surprised me. I'm mm. going to be honest with you. And look, look how good this supercomputer is here. As we go to twenty third, because it adds adds it to the thing. Oh, this is this is this is technology. This is this is what they want. This is what they pay their license fee for. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, 23rd. Yeah. Um, a good well, squad. They have got managerial problems, haven't they? Uh, yes, I mean, they have got... No, they've got a new manager now, sorry. Um, Zisco Munoz. I think he was it's former Watford manager. How is it to be in that? No, I think there was a lot of turmoil with uh, Chancery and Darren Moore. You know, I think Darren Moore wanted a bit of money to spend upon, you know, coming up, uh, a bit of a bumper contract on promotion as well. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, Chancery spent half of the time on the interview introducing the new manager, talking about how, how Darren Moore basically sold the club down the river, even though he got them promoted, and that Carlton Palmer, whether he's a Sheffield Wednesday legend or not, should keep his mouth shut. So, um, not a great start to the season for them uh, when your chairman's spouting that to uh, a fan base. But they've, won- they've again, had a, ve- a very good squad, did very well last season to get promoted. I must say the, the remarkable turnaround in that playoffs over Peterborough after the first leg was out of this world. Um, and, you know, to go to Hillsborough and turn a, a 4-1 deficit down yeah. um, is just... Oof, Absolutely, you know, tremendous uh, for them. But I don't think the squad is capable enough of the jump. The thing is, Sheffield Wednesday are like a Watford or a West Brom, you know, to to the mm-hmm. Championship or Norwich. Uh, Norwich and Premier League, that's too good for the Championship, but, you know, crap, so not good enough for the for the Premier League. Uh, and I think Sheffield Wednesday sort of fall into that, like, like a Wigan. 
Uh, it must be teams in like a sort of blue and white stripes or something. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But they've they've brought four signings in. They've brought Reese James in from uh, Blackpool, who's a left back. Uh, Ashley Fletcher's coming on loan from Watford this season. Uh, they signed a guy called Paul Valentin from Sporting Gijon in the Liga 2. And uh, Pacos Ferreira right back, Juan uh, Delgado has signed as well. So you can see that the foreign manager that's come in is trying to sort of, you know, bring his own style of players in. Um, the only problem you've got is a lot of players at Sheffield Wednesday, like the likes of Barry Bannon, who's been around the club for quite some time. The players of a certain age and they are going to have to lace the boots up and think, can I now reach that other level after two or three years in League One? Can yes. I? Yes. Um, they're the ones that are going to be asking the questions about their own bodies uh, with their age they are. So that's another reason why, for me, Sheffield Wednesday will be a team that well, struggle this year. Talk, talking about asking about bodies, I'm going to say good evening to Kate. Uh, well, you can't come along. It's been a while. Well, you know me, it always takes a while. Uh, so I'll pop by and say hi. I am extremely well. Thank you very much, Kate. I hope you are too. Uh, and condolences for your recent uh, news, but hope everything is all right. Uh, I'm still, I'm still having, I'm still following you on TikTok, seeing your little walks. Uh, you must be running out of nice places to walk, though, around Burnley by now. Come on, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, Kate. Uh, <laughs> True Sheffield Wednesday, I think we'll do pretty well this season, says Luke. Uh, keep keep players, get an ex-Watford manager. Well, at least the, the guy will stay longer, probably, at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, <laughs> Big Anson, good evening, Ant. How are you? Uh, I hope you can gonna get me able to get me a ticket in that Bristol City end when we play you, because I don't think I'm going to... He can't even get his own tickets to Bristol City, the shithouse. So I don't oh, know yeah. why... I'm relying on you. He's putting me up for the night, or is it putting up me? I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> Evening, Ant. Uh, this is what they want. Um, I'll just wait until after 10 games and see how things are shaping up. That's called a cop out, Terry. <laughs> it's called a cop out. Um, and Mike said, I think Cisco will get Sheffield Wednesday ticking uh, mid table, in his opinion. Uh, so welcome along to everybody. So we've done the first. We've got Cardiff City and Sheffield Wednesday now. If you see, I was doing this, and I I went. My first championship show was with uh, a Plymouth fan, and unfortunately, I had to put him in the bottom three, which he wasn't. Well, he understood. He understood. But have you got Plymouth in the bottom three? I want to be honest with you. I can't remember. But you have got. You have got, oh, this is such technology at its best. Look at this. Queen's Park Rangers, uh, who were 20th last season and obviously just avoiding the drop. Um, I thought they'd done quite well last season, and I was surprised when I did look about how low they'd finished. Yeah, pre-World Cup, uh, things were looking brilliant. I think they were our last game before the World Cup. Uh, and um, to be honest, they, I sound like Anthony now, to be honest with you, Chris, um, the, uh, they, <laughs> Sorry, they, they just dropped off. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just dropped off. Um, we we beat them at their place, and uh, it just it just went bobbins after the World Cup. Mm. They went from a playoff playoff hopeful to a relegation candidate very very quickly. Uh, the, the second half of the season really hit them hard, uh, and they're going to have to go again. Um, to be honest. 
They've signed Asmir Begovic on a free, uh, who was at Everton. Uh, So Morgan Fox from Stoke on a free transfer. Uh, They've not actually paid any money. Uh, Oh, I tell a lie. Uh, Taylor Richards from Brighton uh, is one that they've uh, paid money for, but it's one of those undisclosed fees that we have these days. Has uh, Big Les gone? Uh, yes, Les Ferdinand is no longer there as well. Um, he's he's jumped ship. But it's weird to see QPR as well in that sort of, you know, margin of the league because mm. it's not so long back. They had all this money. You know, Mark Hughes was manager. They had big players coming in. They were in the Premier League and... Was there only somebody that had something to do with Formula One, didn't they, or something? Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know, Bellasconi or something stupid like that. So, uh, some foreign name anyway, and it just didn't It just didn't work out. I think they tried to do a Newcastle too early a little bit, yeah. go in there and think that it's just going to work out, but it didn't. Um, like, again, this is another one where the decision goes down to the calibre of teams in the, in the division and QPR being in that position that I've put them. I'm not even the one to say this. Gary Ainsworth, the QPR manager, actually said if we finish 21st this season, he would be still very happy with that position, knowing um, with the the calibre of teams in the division. Your own manager is saying that. Doesn't fill you with much confidence. No. He obviously went to the uh, Renan Rogers School of Diplomacy. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a Gucci belt, though, Chris. He's got a Gucci <laughs> belt. Uh, Leicester for life. Yeah, we'll go. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow night at eight o'clock on three Leicester points Port dropped. Leicester. Three points <laughs> dropped. <Yeah. laughs> we were used to that. Uh, we'll be talking about that tomorrow night, which will be on this channel as well because of my my naughty shenanigans. Um, Kate and Anthony are, are, are having a chat together. Um, Luke says, and it's nice to see you, Luke. Thought you'd left us. Uh, Gareth Ainsworth, uh, I think, was just the wrong man for QPR. I think he should have stayed at Wickham. Uh, those are the decisions that we make, isn't it? So those are the three that you've got going down. You are impressed by this artwork, aren't you? I am indeed. I am yes. indeed. I am available for bar mitzvahs, weddings and, uh, <laughs> and christenings. Um, right, so that's those are your three to go down. Who just avoids going down by the skin of their teeth? Well, surprise, surprise, surprise. It's Hull, who finished 15th last season. So a big drop there for Hull. Yeah, uh, this is one that I will hold my hands up. This one and the next one, to be honest. I'd probably say I've got these two wrong. Um, (laughs) Hull, Hull have this habit since the new owners took over that they're spending money but is the money being used in the right areas I mean they started last season really really well Ozan Tufan was firing goals in left right and centre but it's whether they can do that again this year um, signing Ruben Vinagre uh, on loan from Sporting Lisbon or just Sporting if that's what you want to call them these days uh, Liam Delap on loan from Manchester City's under 21s uh, and they've signed two people from the uh, era division here in Holland and obviously someone, uh, Z- Xavier Simmons or Simons from uh, Chelsea's under-21s as well. Um, it's whether they fit into the system. Like I said, Hull have always had this decent, uh, uh, this decent knack of picking out a young player and then 
coming on to become a bit decent. You know, we saw with the likes of Harry Maguire at the time, ended up going on to big money moves. Uh, Andy Robertson, now at Liverpool. Uh, they, they seem to have a, a bit of a success train. My only issue is with Hull is they sort of burn out very quickly. It's almost like you, you light that candle and everyone's like, oh, brilliant, we're warm. But it starts dying out halfway through the season. Um, if they can get the legs, then I think they should be, or I think they will be all right and probably in a better position than what I've put them. But if, if basing it off last season's viewing, like I said, they seem to burn out and that could cost them. Well, it, it, it could. Um... I think I think whichever way it's, it's going to be tough, isn't it? I think I think in fairness, those bottom four, it could be any three from those four, I guess, really, couldn't it? It could, yeah, it could. Um, like like I say, I, it, it's it's one of them where in football now the divisions are so open that anybody from around thirteenth to the to rock bottom could literally change week by week. Um, we saw it with the Premier League, so. Um, yeah, it's it. The leagues are starting to open up a, a, a bit of a gap, a little bit. Um, you know, where the bottom half of the table looks more like they're all gunning for relegation, yeah. more than just yeah. three or four at the bottom. Well, that was twenty-one. I've got to say, uh, I probably agree with you because this team reminds me very much from what I know. And like I say, I've not really been following the championship for obvious reasons, but. Um, when Leicester went down to the third tier, we had flirted with it for so many years and financially we weren't, you know, in the best, you know, most healthy position. But when it came, it was almost like um, expected, if you like. It was, well, it was going to happen sooner or later. It's finally happened. But this is the team. I actually had these in, uh, in, in the bottom three, in my bottom three. And that is Birmingham City, who finished 17th last season. Yeah, uh, massive loss losing Tahith Chong to to Luton. Uh, but they've got a good form, good good four million for him, uh, and I think he'll have a tremendous season in the Premier League. However, Birmingham uh, needed to, you know, bring in replacements. Birmingham again have been taken over themselves this this year. They've spent quite astutely, uh, brought in Ethan Laird from Manchester United on a permanent. Tyler Roberts from Leeds has come in uh, and he's still, you know, they, they've signed players that are still quite young, really. I think mm. the oldest player they've signed is something like 28, which was uh, Keshi Anderson from Blackpool. Uh, but they even got him on a free, so it's a no-risk signing for them. Yeah, Birmingham, again, are another side who have just been on the cusp a little bit back like Cardiff, clung on to that championship tag as a championship club. But with Birmingham's investment... I think they may do better than where I've put them. However, again, it goes down to it goes down to how the season pans out, injuries, um, and if even if these new players can slot into the into the system, like I say it's all well and good having new owners and having that sense of belief around the place, but then players need to believe in themselves that they can turn Birmingham's fortunes around. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Okay, so number nineteen. This is a, it's a bit like the countdown to Christmas, isn't it? Opening all the little doors and finding Jehovah's <laughs> Witness behind everyone. <laughs> and we can't open too many windows. If you do that, your computer shuts down. But at nineteen, 
this, I mean, I can't believe um, that this team, not well, there's so many teams in this division that have in recent years been in the Premier League, uh, and this one could have been there now had it not been for a very dodgy referee uh, and a playoff game. But you've got Huddersfield, um, 18th last season, 19th this season. Yeah, um, this is where I said it, it, it gets a bit tricky because now I look at it and I think I would put Birmingham up where Huddersfield are, Hull underneath Birmingham and Huddersfield just outside the drop zone. Mm. Even though they've received um, a new ownership uh, from an American investor, I just they've not really done much in the, in the transfer market. Um, they rely very heavily on their midfielder, Jonathan Hogg, who's been around the club for, I think, 10 years this season. Uh, so it, it, it's almost a big question for Huddersfield. Has Neil Warnock got the cojones to go a full season and still manage to keep them up again? You know, you're asking a big, big task here. Yeah. I believe he is the sort of manager, though, that, you know, he's so well loved at Huddersfield. If it goes wrong, it's going to go drastically wrong. But if it goes right, it is going to go perfect. Um, and it's just about finding that balance for Huddersfield. The needs, yeah. you know, Neil Warnock will know what he needs to do. When he needs to be tough, he'll need to be tough. When he needs to show players love, he'll need to do that. Mm. Um, it's going to be a, a, a tough one for Huddersfield. And like I say, this is one I could have got wrong and would happily swap with Birmingham and Hull for oh. uh, position-wise. <laughs> You, we don't know. It'd be interesting to come back at the end of the season and I'll let you know how many you got right. Huddersfield 22nd, says Mike, and he thinks Warnock will go in October. Uh, Ducky's in. Nathan, how the hell are hey, you? Ducky. Um, I remember you from Dan's channel when we were both in the same division. Um, I think Leeds... Well, many finish, moons ago. Many, many, moons, many moons ago. ago. Um, evening chaps, I think Leeds will finish second and Leicester win the league by country mile. I mean... Thank you for that. I mean, you know, every time I hear a uh, uh, like, like, <laughs> you know that that Christmas film, A Wonderful Life. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, and I feel like every time, every time somebody says Leicester are going to win it by a country mile, I think that's an extra point <laughs> for us. Uh, I wish I had your confidence. I don't, um, but I, I appreciate your trust in us. Thank you very much, um, Sunderland Southampton. Um, the uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I know who shouts with this, and uh, <laughs> in the dark, make playoffs. Yeah, Chadworth, that's not that small team that's just by a Burnley bus stop, is it? It is, it is, it is the uh, the the off the off cut of Darwin, yeah, yeah, Accrington, the second team, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aki B team, <laughs> yes, right, uh, 18th, um. Now, I'm on this channel after this, so uh, say something nice about them that I can use. <laughs> but in 18th, you've got Stoke City. Again, another one that I, like I said, I think in future I am going to do my predictions a little bit close to the season. Yeah. Uh, Stoke have spent... Stoke have spent... That doesn't um, obviously guarantee anything. No, does it? it doesn't guarantee success, no, but... Yeah. It's what Stoke have needed for a long, long time. Um, a lot of people thought Stoke would have been one of those sides that went down, came back up, and then you know have a two or three years, maybe drop again. But ever since they went down, they've never, ever looked like coming back up. 
This for me could be the year where it again could go right, could go wrong. Um, but the investment That's cool in both places, isn't it? Well, oh, <laughs> definitely. I've got a mate, I'm politician answers all the way. Um, I mean, they, they've signed Ben Pearson from Bournemouth, uh, who was who spent the second half of last season on loan there. Uh, they've got Wesley, uh, from Aston Villa, uh, Michael Rose from Coventry, Ender Stevens from Sheffield United. Daniel Johnson on a free from Preston. Uh, they've signed they a forward for four million pound as well uh, mm. in Ryan Mamey from uh, Fern Vakos uh, as well. Uh, centre forward is only twenty five, um, but they have signed good young players, players that have been around Premier League teams. You know, let's not forget Chiquinho from Wolves, uh, Mark Travers from Bournemouth, Kian uh, Hoiber, somebody we've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, this this is what I mean. Though these are players that you won't have heard of now, but come next season when you're looking at the stats, you probably think, yeah. "Eh, who's this guy?" Um, yeah. Again, Stoke could be a surprise package, which is why I think being comfortable isn't a bad position for them. Um, but I do think they will surprise a lot of teams this season and finish rather higher than um, than than what I put them. Indeed. Um, so, 18th, uh, Nate Sin. Good evening, Nate. How are you? Welcome along. Uh, Lester, yes, I, I just, it was just one of those days I was aching all over. And you know, those days when I probably could have done it, but I just couldn't be arsed if I'm honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up early in the mornings these days, you see. This is what it is. But my body's slowly getting back into the thing like, what are you doing up at this time? Well, I better go to sleep earlier at night then, but it's not quite working out. Anyway, thank you very much for that, Lester. So that's it. That's 18th. Um, I'm getting excited because I can't remember what order you've put them in. Um, <laughs> I thought you'd have put this one higher. Um, but yet again, in this team, anything can happen. Anything can happen in the next five minutes. You carry on talking, I'm back. I'm just gonna look for a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even going where I was gonna go. Um, to be honest, this Watford one. Losing players like João Pedro to Brighton, their attacking intent of Ismail Assar uh, as well to Galatasaray. Uh, I think it was Galatasaray. He's definitely gone uh, to a uh, foreign club. Uh, Marseille, sorry. He's gone to Marseille uh, for £13 million. Uh, they, They've got some good money for players that they've they've sold on. Like I say, Ismail Assar, £13 million. João Pedro to Brighton was £34.2 um, And... They've they've brought in Reese Healy from Toulouse on a free, uh, Tom Ince on for fifty five k from Reading, Jake Livermore. These are players that, for me, stopgap signings for, for safety, uh, and they're not signings you'd expect a team like Watford to be making. We we'll see what comes of Watford. We all know what they're like. They're one of your favourite teams, Chris. We all know that um, in terms of the managerial merry-go-round. <laughs> um, and how can any team have consistency mm. when the man when you know the fairgrounds going round and the managers oh. getting on and off? It's yeah. it's ridiculous. So no matter what squad you bring in, especially a, a bulk of new players, you've got to try and get them to perform. And if you're changing your tactics season in season out. Losing them two big players, a natural goal scorer in Pedro, mm. Ishmael Asar, 
I'm surprised he stayed with Watford as long as he did, um, to be honest. Watford, it looks bleak for them. I'll be honest, it looks very bleak for them. I mean, when we spoke to you, know, I'm sure you've met Pidge. Yeah, um, yeah, Pidge, great guy. Um, <laughs> he scared the hell out of me when I first saw him, but he's actually all right. Um, I suppose as a fan, when you're changing your manager as often as Watford are doing, uh, but you keep coming back up to the Premier League, your fans are kind of saying, well, you know, all right. But if they're doing that now and they've not come up for it, they didn't come up last season, so that, you know, that was a bit of a break in it, then are the fans getting a bit pissed off with the Watford owners? It wouldn't surprise me. I think they're of, they're of that calibre, aren't they, the owners of Watford, where they believe, mm-hmm. you know, success is... Um, I don't know how to word it, to be honest. They seem they seem to think that... I agree with Watford there, Danone, because you got... Oh, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I'm surprised you actually agree with me, because they're playing yellow. It must be that red away kit they had last season. Um, <laughs> He likes oh, a bit of red, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does. Normally he does. He said he likes a bit of pink, but I think it's a bit of red. He tries his luck once a month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, this is why me and Chris don't usually get together again because no, because I, it's definitely tis was on acid. Is this? Oh, it's yeah. not. It's not this isn't Tiswas, this is the, the, the spin-off show. Do you remember it? OTT? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I go up to the line, Dan. You've just you've just jumped over it. <laughs> oh, I'll I, oh, I live for Christy. I jump. I'm going for it. Uh, <laughs> and but, you always lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have Rass Crispy than live for Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I, like I say, what, Watford need to. There needs to be some stability there. The Pozos are a joke, an absolute yeah. joke. Uh, not football people at all. Otherwise, they realise what they're doing to the club is ruining it. No wonder Elton John's retired from music. Maybe he's going to put his focus in, back into Watford and uh, sorting them out. Otherwise, they will be saying goodbye to that yellow brick road on the way to League One. And then, then they're not likely to still be standing at the end of next season, no. are they? <laughs> Definitely not. I'm trying to think of some more uh, Elton John songs. Well, I don't know. I got Sad a glowing reference. So much, don't they? I got a glowing reference from Elton John. He says, "Daniel, you're a star." So you know, I'll, I've got to take that. And party. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Anyway, talking. <laughs> let's move on from Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> David Furnish has been trying to for years, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> have we finished with Watford? Have we, have we, we have. We have. That just about finished Watford off, didn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, just a bit. Yeah, we killed them off big time. We killed them off. Uh, I was just reading then. Actually, Everton are supposed to be interested in collecting Nacho. Surely he wouldn't. Surely he wouldn't. Okay, so who? Who's he been linked with? Everton. Uh, Sean Dyche. I'm going to have to eat some more humble pie now. Doug is in. Doug, good evening, sir. Um, I apologise profusely, sir, because my my naughtiness unfortunately affected your channel as well. So um, please forgive me. 
I, I, I will, I will. I thought you were going to burst into song then. <laughs> Please forgive me. Don't <laughs> let me go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but no big, big apologies, Doug. Uh, I'm, I'm fucked on my channel as well. It's only because we've got this second channel I'm able to do this. Um, Oh, have you? So big apologies. Uh, that's what Doug's got. Uh, he's up to 18th uh, with us now, and he's just gone 17th, Preston North End. Um, they didn't have much love in the garden in League One. Uh, Anthony, what did Dan do to be a star? Uh, that'd be telling, wouldn't it? That would be telling. And Nacho, Nacho indeed. Yes. Okay, so... Um, that's who's at 16. Ah, well, I'll tell you what, unfortunately, because I'm on a different channel, I have not got Gurinder's logo and, and rant linked, but I can probably do it very quickly. Rotherham, Rotherham, I think they're about our third game away. You've got them 16th or 19th last season, so you've actually got them improving. I have, yeah, um, when you update your graphic, but yeah, it's. Uh, Am I not? No. No, it still says 17. Because it's, it's Rotherham, you see. I don't want to... It's Gurinda messing with your... Uh... It's Gurinda. Yeah, it's Gurinda. But, um, you know what? I like Rotherham. Fair shout to Rotherham. I do like um, what they do there. I think Matty Taylor, the manager... I know uh... what I like and I like what I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just th I think they're, they're a solid mid-table club. Um, again, they could be one of them clubs that do, you know, appalling with the teams around them. Uh, but it's uh, they've they've made a, a, another. There's, there's not a lot of clubs so far that have made signings of you know big money, apart from like say Stoke with the spending four million on a striker. Um, mm -hmm. They've mainly brought in free transfers. They've got Fred on Yudinma on loan from Luton. It could be a topsy-turvy season for Rotherham, uh, but I do like them as a club. And I think I was probably put them more there on the fact that I, I rate them more than Watford, more than anything else. <laughs> That's probably one game away from home I will be able to get a ticket to because Gurinda is not going to go to Rotherham away because yes. she's you know elite. What? I'm Premier League. I am elite. I am proper elite. No. I am Gurinda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much she'd had to drink. Um, that, is fifth, that is 16th. 15th, and I shall do my, um, my graphic here. I used to love going, when I lived in Burnley, I used to love going to watch Leicester play Preston, usually because we won. But whenever Leicester played Preston, it was always kids for a quid games and when you got four kids that was a great great save we used to drive along park up walk to the ground lovely little ground nice people um but you've got them down from 12 to 15th a faller this week in the charts <laughs> yeah um ryan law had his success as manager with plymouth i do not think he's going to have it with preston north end they've had their heyday of playoff hopes uh, they were close again in the first half of last season, but I think this time round, again, they've signed Dwayne Holmes from Huddersfield. They've signed Will Keane from uh, Wigan. Uh, they've took on, I think, is it Calvin Ramsey on loan from Liverpool uh, to get him some game time as well? And they're linked with getting uh, a striker back that they had on loan from Everton last season as well. 
Um, so it should be interesting. I just don't think Preston have the knack to go that one level further than they had back in the day when they had the likes of Graham Alexander, David Nugent, Chris Lachetta, Ricardo Fuller, Richard Creswell. You know, these players that were big, you know, big names at the time that got them into respectable playoff positions. However, Preston now always had that knack of falling short of the order come the end of the season. And it's going to be another one of them again. David Alexander, that, that name rings a bell. Alexander Graham Bell, never mind. Yeah, I knew mm. what you meant. I knew what you, you meant. You're just, you're just totally yeah. ignoring it. Doug's got Bristol 15th. Um, Preston, I think uh, Paul Gallagher's finally retired from, from Preston North End. Yeah, he has. He has. I mean, he, was, he was quite old when he was at Leicester. I mean, he must have been in his 50s. But I used to love his penalties. His penalties were some of the best I'd ever seen. And I... I <laughs> I was I was sorry to see him go, uh, and I and I did I did a show with his wife actually, but oh, that was on TVX. But no, I did, <laughs> I did a show with his wife about allegedly about um, a charity she was doing a walk for. Very very nice couple indeed, and, and I wish him all the best in whatever um, whatever they they they, they do. Uh, Anthony's not impressed with Doug because Doug. Add Bristol City fifteenth, um, but when you were sponsored by the Wurzels, what what do you expect? But they've been there for years, Preston. I mean, I remember years ago before we got promoted, they used to. And I'm going back nine seasons. Then uh, I don't know if they've been down and come back, or they've just sort of hung around like a like a fart in a lift. But they never they were perennial just outside the playoffs for half a yeah. season after season. The thing is, the majority of the season they sat in the playoffs. Pretty much cementing the position in that fifth or sixth role, and then yeah. it's like last few last few games of, se- of the season. It's almost like oh, I think we might gonna I think we're gonna have to chuck this lads, um, and it just <laughs> didn't seem to take them to that next level. Mm. You know they've they've not been in the Premier League since it's been the Premier League, um, yeah. but how close they've been every time. Like I say, uh, it's they just always seem to fall short. So yeah, Preston in. In fifteenth, I think it isn't a bad position for for them. Well, to down, be down three from from last season, so I need some do, 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 like top of the pops music. Don't I? <laughs> um, now this one, I must admit, I had to double check it when I was typing this one up because this is all about opinions. But I'm I'm afraid, Dan, Your opinion is wrong because you've <laughs> got you've got. Plymouth in 14th. Green Army! (laughs) Now, I know they stormed League One last season. Um, But 14th, seriously, they've probably got the smallest budget of either team, any of the three teams that have come up. I would have swapped, even allowing for the managerial problems, I'd have probably swapped them and uh, and Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I can un- I can understand what you're saying. Um, I think Plymouth will surprise a few people. Uh, Schumacher, uh, the manager, has done really, really well uh, since taking over after Ryan Law's departure. Uh, and you know, they, I think there were only a few good signings away from from having a, making a good, solid season. You, you see now as well, teams that get promoted seem to go on and do well. Another reason behind why I had Sheffield Wednesday so low is you could see how far they dropped off the second half of the season. They were mm. poor. 
they had the top of the league wrapped up halfway through the season. What team goes up through the playoffs with 90-odd points? You very rarely see it. They threw it away to Sheffield Wednesday. Plymouth stole a march. If they can keep that trajectory going, then that's the only reason why I put them higher than Sheffield Wednesday because they had more bottle when it mattered the most. Uh, if Plymouth can, like I say, Plymouth keep it up and, and make one or two very good astute signings in, in key areas, then, yeah, a good mid-table finish in the first season back is a, a well-respected finish for them. So, uh, and as you, as you quite rightly say, you know, the, the teams that come up can surprise you. I mean, how many times have we seen, like, when Blackburn, oh, sorry, Blackburn, Blackpool came up under under Holloway, they were top of the yeah. league at one point, you know, and they can, like, you know, it can take sort of the established teams, if you like, a little by surprise. But, no, good luck, I'll, to be honest with you, and I said to this, I love teams like Plymouth. I love the Luton story. I love the Bournemouth story. You know, I still think of, of, of my team as not being, you know, a big team of, you know, being one of those smaller teams. And absolutely, I'd love to see them do well. I really would. So good luck to them. Um, uh, True said he would have swapped Plymouth with Hull City. Okay. So we're up to the halfway line, and who have you got in the uneven? Still no Leicester. Still no Leicester to be seen, anybody. Has anybody seen Leicester? Has anybody seen my Leicester? Number 13 <laughs> in the charts. And yes, before you say anything, I know I've got the wrong badge. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony. Please forgive me. Uh, I did update it, and then I forgot to update it uh, on here. But you have got Plymouth so good, they did it twice. Um, but you've got them at 13th as well. Bristol City, in fairness. And yet, so don't anybody say about the badge, I know. Okay. Yeah. You watch, no, you watch uh, Mike, Anthony, don't, they'll all say it now. Oh, of course they will. Of course they will. Um, you know what? Bristol City surprised me. Um, obviously, I went down to Ashton Gate at the, you know, the last away game of last season. Um, and we played really, you know, they played really well. They gave us a game. Uh, they, they were on the front foot for the majority of it. It's just whether, for me, and I think I think Anthony will probably agree, I think they need to move Pearson on and get a new manager to take really? Bristol City to the next level. Yeah, personally, I'd, I believe so. Um, they signed Jason Knight from Derby for two and a half million, um, which is a big chunk of money. Uh, Ross McCrory's come in for 2.3 million as well from Aberdeen. Uh, so they have spent, you know, just under 5 million there. Um, Rob Dickey from QPR, the sand uh, centre back. Uh, they, they just need to, they, they need to obviously keep hold of Alex Scott in the midfield. Mm. Uh, he is key to that midfield orchestrating that, that central area. A lot of Premier League teams are sniffing. You, you see the success of one good youngster and that's it. They smell blood, don't they? So yeah. um, if they can keep hold of him, especially till January, it gives Bristol City a very good chance of doing uh, quite well. But for me, I, I believe they will. I, I believe he will leave before the end of the transfer window, in my opinion. I think, he's too, I think, I think Alex Scott is too good of a player to sit and have oh, another sorry, season Scott. in the Championship. Yeah. Um, and then I think next season could be when Pearson bats the bullet. So do you think Pearson will last the season? 
depending on how the season goes. Anthony, let us know your thoughts. Sorry, Dan. I think I think I think he'll last the season. I think he's deserved. He's deserved that at least, you know, with what he's done with Bristol City because he's been there for a handful of years now. But I think that at the end of this term, you'd be looking from a from a boardroom level, thinking, yeah, um, if we want if we want to progress. We need to sort of, we can't just be happy with this mediocrity season in, season out, 13th, 14th. Let's at least try and upset the apple cart. Let's, you yeah. know, at least at least put our fingertips in the playoffs um, and let, let, let's try. So, yeah, did, I, I'm glad Anthony said it there. See if he gets bitten off by sharks or not. Well. Um, be careful what you wish for, Anthony. That's all I'll say. See who you get. Can I just say, Mike and to Doug, um, I've got just got this to say to you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Yes. They did what we said they would do. Uh, predictions are going to be in by Thursday. And you have still got time um, to do this. Uh, where are we? Uh, I have got the details here. Um, so it will follow Doug. Follow Doug. No, follow Brad on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, Twitter these days, uh, at, less, at Full Time Focus on Twitter. So if you follow him on there, he will follow you back. Uh, send your predictions to Brad by Thursday at 9pm. And don't forget, this is championship predictions. This is not um, uh, Premier League predictions. So championship predictions. Send your predictions to Brad by Thursday at 9. Include all the games up to the following Friday. When I say all the games, again, league games. So don't include the Caribou Cup. We don't give a shit about that. Um, include all games up to the following Friday. So if there's a midweek game, you'll need to include that as well. Any predictions not in on time will not be included and we'll lose any points that week. We just won't gain any points. Uh, you need to set out all predictions there, like Manchester City 2, Leeds United 1. Yes, I've spelled that wrong as well. Um, you must, if you just put 2 1, it will not. You get points for correct spelling, Chris. No, you don't. You don't. That's what I'm <laughs> uh, But you must put uh, either Man City or 2 L, you know, LDS United, you know, what. You've got to make. You've got to let Brad know that which game you are predicting because the order that you put them in might be on a different to the order that you know he is checking them on on screen. So you must write down the team, otherwise it will just be scrapped. Three points for correct score, one point for correct outcome. Any disputes arise, Brad's decision is final. And good luck with that, guys, because I had to actually tell Brad that he hadn't given himself an extra three points the last season. So, God knows it's what... Just to let you know, Chris, it's a good job you put that eye in a ras. <laughs> Look, I can't, I can't think about Bristol City all the time. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> And weekly updates will be live on the prediction show, which are going to be Fridays at nine o'clock. Uh, whoops, too easy. Fridays at nine o'clock. Uh, but it will just be Steve and Brad. Uh, so it will not be me. I will not be on that show anymore. Yes, I'll still be taking part, and I might pop up if Steve can't make it. But I am taking a very, very big step back from. LTID. I'm literally going to be doing two shows, three shows maximum as a host a week. One is the Monday night debate show and either one or two watch-alongs, depending how many we've got that season. 
Uh, I've got another project, as you all probably know, with the radio, which I've got to be honest with you, I'm enjoying so much more. And three hours a day in the morning on that, I just I want to get a life as well. So Brad's going to be taking over a lot of what I do, supported by Dave and Craig. Um, so do do give him your support, guys. The shows will still be as they are, but just with with with, with Brad hosting. And of course, thanks to um, Foxy7Clothing.co.uk, which is Steve Linux's um, brand. Uh, the overall winner will receive one of each of the following: a cap, a beanie, a t-shirt, sweat top, and hoodie. We're having a look and see whether we might be better off giving, say, maybe three, two, one prizes for the first, second, third. But we will get back to you on that one. So, um, yeah, nine o'clock on Thursday was the, was the short answer uh, to your question, Doug. But um, that was the that was the uh, longer answer to let you know all the information. So um, I do believe I can fly. That is the bottom half of the table. And we'll be back to do the top half straight after this. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Oh, if you hear that on TalkSport, do let me know because... They've done individual jingles. That is obviously a talk sport one that they they allow us to use. But do do give us a shout out if you ever actually hear it on on talk sport. I haven't yet myself. Um, what bloody badge is that? A decent badge rather than some bloody robin that only comes out at Christmas. We'll ask your wife about that, Anthony. Um, Nigel Pearson, a bit like Tony Mowbray at Blackburn. Um, Fortunately, I think he is still living off his great escape time of uh, at Leicester. Uh, I don't mind, Chris. Had a conversation with Brad today. Mm, very, very good. Um, <laughs> go to the top of the class, Anthony. A gold star for Mr. Herbert there. <laughs> Teacher's bloody pet. <laughs> Everybody's pinching his saying, to be honest with you. Uh, Brad, great. Uh, joking, brilliant. <laughs> okay, I know you're going to miss me. Thanks for saying it, guys. <laughs> okay, number 12. Um, but then again, you miss piles when they're gone. They're a pain in the arse as well. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, two for the price of one there. <laughs> Go on, I crack you up. Well, it's three. Three, sorry. Uh, when do we stop being cheeky? Four. Okay, number 12. <laughs> <laughs> Number twelve, they're perennial up and down, a bit like uh, a bit like Anthony on his birthday. Uh, Norwich City, you've got them sat in twelve. They were thirteenth last season, so they go up one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know uh, Wagner who's took over there. For me, started the season, started his his tenure there really well. Uh, it was a very cracking end to end game against Coventry. Um, but that said, again, they died off again last year. I think this time round, he's going to want to put his own spin on things because he's got that, you know, pre-season to be able to change things around. But the players he's signed, he's, he's gone for players that are sort of, that have been, that have been there, you know, um, been in, had, had spells in the Premier League or, you know, trying to just, just bring a bit of, 
uh, I don't know, experience to, to, to the club. Uh, they signed, obviously, Ashley Barnes on a free from us. Um, he's 33 now. Uh, mm. Signed Jack Stacey. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack Stacey, who's 27, he came from Bournemouth on the free. Uh, Shane Duffy from Fulham, played for Fulham Brighton and had a loan spell at Burnley, played for Blackburn as well, but we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Norwich, Norwich are, are one of them that they've got a good enough squad to be up the top end. But they just don't seem to gel. You know, the mm. likes of Josh Sargent, um, you know, they brought all these players in that were decent. How are Norwich going to fare without Timu Puki? Is Ashley Barnes going to fit in that Timu Puki role? Because I think personally, when Barnes went to Norwich, I thought, ah, that makes sense. Puki's gone. Barnes is going to be that player that comes in, holds it up, brings Josh Sargent into play. Um, Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, I just think for me, me mid-table mediocrity for Norwich, a position higher. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Again, well, they'll in, want the playoffs. The, who's in the hot seat there these days? Uh, David Wagner, the uh, for, yeah. former Huddersfield manager. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I rated him, but you never know. You never know. So that is number 12 or bottom of the top half. 11, well... When I, you know, when I said I disagree with you, your opinion is wrong. Uh, it's one of those, there's not many in fairness, and this is the second one. I agree, I, I've got these as possible promotion candidates, but you've got them down in 11th, the uh, Northeast boys. Yeah, so Sunderland, you know, did really, really well last year to get to the playoffs, um, especially when their main striker was you know, injured for the majority of it. They had to bring in a young lad on loan from uh, Leeds. Had to bring, and... you never know, you froze. Did I? Yes. Oh, um, well, they, they brought a young young lad in uh, called Joe Geldar on loan from Leeds United last season. Uh, he didn't really hit the hearts that uh, Ross Stewart did. That's mm. Ross, not Rod. Um, completely <laughs> different ball game altogether. But, um, yeah, for me, Sunderland's an interesting one, uh, a very interesting package. I think last season was potentially a fluke. Mm. Uh, I, I, I like Sunderland as a club. I, I've got no problem with – the only North East club I've probably got a problem with is Borough, and I think that's just because oh, a few years ago their fans were giving us a bit of crap. But um, it, it's whether they can 
work well. You know, Tony Mowbray's brought in Bradley Dack on a free from Blackburn, and obviously being the former Blackburn manager, I think if you can keep Dak fit, that's going to be a definitely a big valuable player in the midfield for Sunderland as well. Um, Jude Bellingham's younger brother, Joby Bellingham, he's joined Sunderland for 1.75 million this year as well from. Uh, from Birmingham so whether he's going to make that big jump I'm not saying he's going to end up like his brother um, but at 17 years old no, Sunderland have a knack of nurturing good young talent and if Tony Mowbray can do that then then you know similar to what you just said there it would not surprise me if they make that you know promotion sort of area playoffs but yeah I just think last season was a fluke for me and Sunderland just miss out well, I am I am surprised, uh, but you know you you know the division. Uh, like I say, I I don't. Um, I but nothing. we do have some of this. Leicester City transfer target Joe Perro. It is being alleged is set to stay at Swansea City this summer. Um, the 23-year-old has been heavily linked with Leicester at the, in the current transfer window, with Leeds United, Southampton and Atlanta also said to be interested in the Dutchman. But according to Wales Online, uh, Pirro is expected to stay at Swansea with their £15 million valuation of the striker considered a sticking point for any potential suitors. Um, I've got to be honest with you, I would say break the bank and go and get him. Because Dakar doesn't look the business at the moment. Uh, Inacho cannot play as a lone striker, which I think Enzo wants. And you've got Vardy, who's let's be honest with you, wasn't even in the squad today. He will he will appear, but he's 35, 36 now. He, he can't he can't play a, a, a championship season. We need somebody like this with proven experience for 15 million. Good God, you know, not being awful. We're not we're not short of money. I'm surprised. No, I, I, I'd say there's better out there for 15 million, though. I think, again, Joel Piero had one good season, um, and that wasn't last season. It was the season prior. No, he had, he had two seasons when he got 20 plus. Uh, did he still get 20 plus last year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, that's the only problem with being, you know, when we, we've been riding a success train, you're sort of not even looking over your shoulder at no, other teams. Um, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll all end up there, but. I think it took him, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it took him a while before he found his shooting boots um, mm. last season. So he, he's, a, he's a good player. He is a good player. But then you see it. You'll get 15 million. You'll, you'd pay 15 million and it could come to you and be absolute, you know, oh, of course, horse of course, of course he can, uh, you know. I just, it's just, 15, 15 million. Pocket money in football these days—that's the only issue. Yeah. No, fifteen yeah. money, fifteen million is is your new one million pound player. Yeah. You know? um, I mean, we it, let Lutman go because we couldn't afford fifteen million. You know. Yeah. We we've you know we've 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 let a lot of players go. We've let more players go than we've done have come in. Either because we've sold them, as in Barnes, we've got eighty million now for a team that's got relegated. To sell one player for forty million is good, but to sell two players now on forty million, I think it's fucking amazing. So we've got that 80, 80 million to, to spend. We haven't even touched the basis of that. And striker is all right. It's not you know we we need um, uh, wingers as well, 
but we need a striker. We do. It says, though, that Pirro's representatives are unhappy at Swansea's proposals on how to structure a potential deal which could involve a dispute over agents' fees. Oh, don't upset the agents. Uh, Swansea Oof. can't accept a bid for Pirro, but it's unlikely to progress if they do not appease those who represent the striker. Pirro has a year left on his contract has made it clear he will not sign an extension in South Wales. So they are in a huge gamble here on what what can he what can he get Swansea? I don't think you've you've come we've come across them not yet, have we, in your predictions, I don't think. Um, no, we haven't. No. So will he will he be the one that could get them into the Premier League and then maybe that will convince him to stay? That is a gamble. That's what we gambled with Telemans, you know, and you gamble, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. And I don't think that's a gamble that would work for Swansea. But, you know, to, if I if I was the border, I, 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 I like the guy. You know, we need somebody in that division. Vardy says going, old Dakar, I'm just not sure about. Inacho isn't a one. He's more, he's more of a number nine, to be honest with you. He's turning into more of a number nine. Uh, and he can't play on his own up front. So... I um I'd just say look fifteen million I'll give you sixteen let's get it done. Um, fifteen million is not bad for him when you think about the fact that Victor Jokeres from Coventry has just gone to Sporting for like twenty odd million. Yeah. So you know it's 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 not a bad price to be fair. It's just how well Leicester are willing to structure the deal. A yeah. lot of this isn't down to. I mean, you could even make up that fifteen million, but how that deal is structured is going to be how how this works. Um, and to be honest with you, we're not any good at structuring deals because that's why we still haven't got Steffi coming yet. No, mind no. you, she, I'm, she's since she gave up tennis, she's not she's not been the best. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> anyway, I've just that had to literally just come up um, as the actress said to the Archbishop or the other way. There's around. a lot of time left in the transfer market. Who knows? It could still become a Leicester player by the end of it. Oh, he could. It's just annoying. I want. I wanted to get as many. I think everybody wants to get as many in. Before we kick off, but hey, because I asked oh, you that yeah. early, didn't I? But anyway, yeah. in eleventh, you've got Sunderland. So do 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 do, and we're into the top ten, folks. And at number ten, a brand new end. Well, no, down, down one from nine. It's West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, West Brom um, not even really entertained the transfer market this year. Uh, all they've done is brought in a loan signing from Brighton in uh, Jeremy Sarmiento, a young 21-year-old attacking midfielder. Uh, again, West Brom, they're boing-boing around, you know, season in, season out, up and down like a yo-yo. But this is the time where... <sighs> Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think for West Brom again, similar to Norwich, that they've not managed to, you know, hit that gulf again. Like I said earlier at the start of the show, you can go down trying to get back out Thank of the you. division. Is such kind. is 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 <laughs> so. About. <laughs> it's it's so difficult to go. It's so difficult to get back promoted again. Um, so. I think that's another downfall for West Brom. Um, and, yeah, mid-table mediocrity. Yeah. Oh, so 10th for West Brom. Um, where are Leicester? Because we're into single figures. And down two from number seven to this week's number nine. It's the biggest team in East Lancashire. 
It's Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> no playoff chance for them this season, Dan. Uh, no, and again, again, this is one that I could have got drastically, drastically wrong. And I don't mean in a good way either. Off field, they mm. are up shit creek without a paddle. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've gone on a pre-season tour. Uh, they went on a pre-season tour, sorry. And players were asked by the owners to purchase their own flats back because they had no money. That's saying something. Their own manager is very prepared to jump ship. The Venkis are saying, I'm sorry, but you're under contract. We've seen it before, how players do it and managers do it. They they find these little loopholes. They've got their agents looking into the contracts and seeing if there's any way they can worm themselves out of it. It doesn't look good for Blackburn. Um, I thought Nath would have been all right. Not bad for them. Uh, it, that's all hanging on whether Tomasson stays. Uh, John Dahl Tomasson did a good job at the start of last season, got them playing really well. It's all gone sour. But again, going back to what you said, Chris, it's about taking risks and a gamble. And what Blackburn did is they gambled on Brereton Diaz, getting them into the playoffs, potentially getting them promoted. That never happened. Dak's gone. Um, Breverton Diaz, the fake Chilean, he's buggered off now. And they got nothing. Zilch. For two players that have done wonders for their club and probably helped them to, you know, decent positions over the numerous championship seasons. So, not getting a fee for Breverton Diaz while they could is going to bite them in the arse. And for me... This is one, like I say, I predicted these early. Mm. And I'm not just saying it because they're Burnley's rivals. I thought no. maybe they'd, they'd have a good season this season. Uh, but no, I, I could be horribly wrong. It does look very sour there. Things can happen, um, as I know very well, when, when you're in the playoffs and they don't work out. You know, we lost against Watford uh, in that uh, in infamous Dini uh, moment. Um, and... The next season, we we won at a canter. To be honest with you, I think uh, I think we got 102 points. And if you if you don't get 102 points when you win the championship, then you're just not at the races. I've got to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> give me give me what crumbs I've got here, Dan. Give me what crumbs I've got. <laughs> uh, I when we were talking about managers and we were going through those horrible moments of. Uh, of, of Parker and um, and Gerard being linked, I actually wanted two managers. I wanted um, the guy from Ipswich, whose name I can't remember, um, because he'd obviously done a good job in getting Ipswich up. Or I wanted Thomason from Blackburn Rovers, who, who'd done on. Let's be honest. See, I, I obviously, as you, as you know, and I get who was saying this, but. I work at Blackburn, so I've got a bit of a bit of a knowledge about them. And I think the worst thing they ever did was, well, not necessarily selling to the Venkis, but the Venkis got rid of the chief executive, who bit up his own arse, but my God, did he know what he was doing, you know, and yeah. got rid of them, uh, got rid of him, and, you know, they got rid of uh, Big Sam and, I mean, chicken farmers from, from, from bloody India. What do they know? Uh, and they just made them. Um, they, they tried to appease the fans by bringing back, you know, a former legend in Henningberg for them. Uh, again, 
it went it went to pot. Then it went to Michael Appleton. Then Mark Hughes goes in, and it's just it's just all gone. They're thinking more about making sure the fans have a better, you know, oh, we're doing this for the supporters. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the supporters would rather see the club in a healthy financial position. You know, they're not looking over their shoulders at us being in the Premier League. They're looking at themselves now. Mm. now don't get me wrong. When you're in the same division, you're looking at your rivals, but they don't yeah. have to look at us now. They've got to focus on the likes of playing Preston and and, and, and yourselves and things this season. When you a new manager on... And we do with, with, with Enzo. It's, it's obviously, and I'm, and, I, and I'm, I'm doing a bit of a Michael Owen here. It's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> that's going to go. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be thinking: Did we miss out on Thomason? Because I think we did. But um, he needs to know certain guarantees. All managers do. You know, yeah. it's like it's like in any job. You want to go and you know you're going to get paid. You want to know what you're working with. Uh, I think, like you say. That could be wrong, but in the same reason as you're saying, that it could actually be disastrous uh, for them. Um, but, you know, hey-ho. Um, I, can see know. The, I can see the tabloid headlines now, Rover and out. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, right, so ninth Millwall, says Anthony. Um, uh, he's got an early start in the morning, Terry. You and me both, mate. I'm up at six now for the... Uh, the breakfast show at seven o'clock. Uh, be sure to tune in, Terry. Next, you've got an extra hour in bed with me. What more could a man want? Uh, <laughs> and Doug said he had Blackburn 14th, lack of firepower. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are up to eighth, and we are showing a climber this week, guys, up from 10 to 8. It's Swansea City, the aforementioned Perlo loving. Um, Welsh huggers there. Evening, evening, uh, evening, Mike. Um, <laughs> eighth, yeah. I don't really know of, and apart from Perlo, I, I know absolutely nothing about this this team. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you know, Chris, but Joe Pirro scored, you know, over twenty goals last season. <laughs> well, I, 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 I didn't think he did, to be honest with no, you. No. I when he did start scoring, that it was like midway through the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they have they have brought in another striker as well. They signed Jerry Yates from uh, Blackpool, who did really well for Blackpool. As um, um, you know, bearing yes. in mind their misfortune, yeah. uh, but they did spend just short of three million on him. Um, so, well, I say three million, two point eight million euros. It's down as uh, for some strange reason. Um, but yeah, I think Swansea are another team that could if if. If Piro still is there, can really surprise a lot of people. Swansea again did really well last season. I think they were on like a fourteen-game unbeaten run, and then they played us at the turf, and we beat them four um, nil. It were it was just it just they, their manager even said it was the golfing class at the time. But I do believe they've got a good enough squad to be in and around that sort of area. Missing out just on the playoffs, again, I don't think is a bad season for them. It's still a few positions better than last term. It should still be seen as progression. So, yeah, Swansea in eighth, I think, isn't a bad place to have them. No. And who have you got just missing out on the playoffs? Well, last season, they were eighth, so they're only up one. 
But you've got everybody's favourite team, Millwall. They've been in and around it for a few years now. Yes. Two or three, the last two or three years, they've been, you know, doing a Preston, shall we say? Um, they've they've been up there trying to get themselves in the amongst thinking, probably thinking there's there's already enough, you know, there's there's not enough London clubs in the Premier League. Maybe we need another. Um, so they're trying to throw their own name into the mix. We've got we've got Tottenham. Um... I can't think of another London club. <laughs> Tottenham. Because I mean, I mean that they're the biggest because Madison chose to go there, um, <laughs> despite all the pictures of him wearing a different a red shirt, which must have been Southampton. No, I can't. I can only think of Tottenham. <laughs> no, but like I say, you've got Lords, you've got the, you've got the, you've got the Chelsea, the Fulham, the Arsenal, Spurs, Brentford. You know. They're, they're all... Oh, Brentford, yeah, of course. I knew, I knew there was another big London team in there. Couldn't think of who it was. <laughs> that, that's who you meant in red. Um, yeah, that's it. But yeah, Millwall have done really well. Uh, I've done really well to get where they are. And I think it's going to be another uh, another season where they'll look to emulate what Coventry have done, what Luton have done as well. I mean, look at the job that Rob Edwards did with Luton. Can Millwall sort of go, well, we want a piece of that. You know, yeah. you you managed you've managed it, and and the story that you've got behind your meteoric rise. Why can't we create a story of you know little, little Millwall, um, you know going going to the Premier League? So yes, strap yourselves in, folks, because well, we are now heading in to the top are. six. We're into the top six, and we've got we've got the old the old music back. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while, but um, Dan's favourite music. Or if I remember Anthony's as well. <laughs> it's a bit loud. I think it's pretty much near enough over you, Chris. Is it? Is that better? Oh, that's that's more subtle to the ears. Well, I needed you to. I needed you to hear it because I know. I know you've not been allowed to watch Bay Station for a while, so I thought I'd bring this on. Nah. Um, I've not so been able to watch it because I'm appearing on it. <laughs> <laughs> not that I know somebody told me that's what they did I know, no I, I, like I say I, I just keep telling that's me uh, Ronaldinho or, you know <laughs> celebration but... I, I, I thought that they did this <laughs> you <laughs> they do that who, who knew they do, they do when they realise how big the phone bill is afterwards yeah. <laughs> 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 oh Anthony, uh, seven 0 I'll take that. I'll take that. So I'm not allowed to play on this bit on this one of my jobs because I get I get another I'll get another slap. But into sixth place, and who have we got in sixth? Well, it's a new entry because they weren't in this division last season. Um, but we're looking at Anthony's other team, Saints. You've got them just sneaking, just into. The playoff places. A lot of people has got um, have got uh, have got Southampton as going up. Not me, not me. Um, the demise of Southampton last season will have hit will have hit them hard. Will have hit them hard. Uh, signing Ryan Manning on a free, who was released, uh, didn't sign a new contract with Swansea. I think that's a brilliant bit of business on that left hand side. Uh, they've signed a, a keeper from 
Oh, no, sorry. They did have a keeper on loan last season. He's no longer there. But they got the signed Shea Charles, a Manchester City under-21s uh, player for £12.25 million. So, around £10 million, um, really, because it's like I say, it says it here in Euros for strange reasons. But, um, again, a 19-year-old that's unproven, really. Southampton tried that last season. Look at them at the moment. They're in a battle with trying to keep hold of... Uh, Romeo Lavia, um, Ward Prowse is still wearing a you know a Southampton shirt, mm-hmm. and obviously from a Burnley perspective, free Nathan Telly you set a gits, um, you know free the man, let him let him come to a club that loves him. This is what I don't understand, right? And I know I'm going to maybe go on a bit of a tangent here about Nathan Teller, but this is a club that didn't rate him in the Premier League, said he's not good enough. Sent him out on loan. He becomes a, a club legend within a season. And then now all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 he's our player. He's our player. We rate him. He's our star boy. I guess I'll piss off. Nah, I'm not having it. Every picture I've seen of him, he looks miserable. He don't want to be on the South Coast. He wants to be up here eating rats in a council house. Listen, <laughs> let him enjoy it. Let him enjoy it. Kitchen, what am I going to do? <laughs> But no, that said, uh, Southampton, I think sixth, uh, a good a good finish for them. They'll find it tough. They'll find it tough to adapt. Mm. Southampton are lucky to still be in the championship as well because similar to Leeds, you know, they were, they were two of them clubs that went dropped down to League One because of how much spending power they've done and it cost them. They've gone up. They're going to have to sell these players to make that big money back. Um, so, yeah. Let's see how they spend their money wisely once these transfers have gone through to the clubs that the rumoured players are linked with. Yeah. Um, still no Leicester City. Will we end up in the playoffs? Will we be facing another Norwich or another Savage Shin uh, day out at Wembley? Well, that was number six. At number five, it's another new entry. And this one, I said, there's usually a team that comes up uh, that surprises and you've gone for Ipswich Town being that team and you've got them in fifth the best of the three promoted teams yeah Ipswich for me the way they played last season when we played them in the cup you know they took us to a replay back at Turf Moor and yes we did beat them but um, at Portman Road they were phenomenal absolutely phenomenal um, definitely way above League One quality and I'm not just saying that because of the way they played against us. I've seen a few games on telly with them as well in League One. I just like everything they're doing at, at, at Portman Road. I'm not saying that they're going to win the playoffs. I don't think they will out of the teams that I've put in there. But I believe being in a fifth fifth position, after coming straight back up, their fans will snap your hand off now. Um, so, yeah, I think Ipswich, again... Another team that had their heyday of the Premier League, you know, with the likes of Darren Ben and uh, players like that playing for them. Uh, when I think was the sponsor, I think owned by Marcus Evans at the time or something like that. Ipswich are a good, a good little club, uh, yeah. and I believe that the you know the good times will come back to Ipswich again. And out of the three promoted sides, I think Ipswich are the ones with the more favourable uh, chance of being up and about it with back to back. I like Ipswich. I can remember Ipswich when another Bobby Robson. Uh, yeah. Is a great side into Europe. 
a couple of Dutch players in there. Uh, yeah, I, I've got a lot of time for uh, Ipswich. Even though I did uh, did go on one of their shows about a week ago, thinking it was Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a number five. So who was at number four? Is this going to be Leicester? I wonder. Hmm. Well, at number four. Last season's beaten playoff finalists, you've got the Cov, Coventry City. I have, I have, I've got, I have gone for Coventry City again. They've done quite a bit of business in this window. Um, they have spent best part of around five million of the money from um, Victor Giocares on bringing Ellis Sims to the club uh, from from Everton. Like I say, uh, he's been, he's actually been on fire in pre season as well for them. Uh, he's done really well so far. The Sam Bobby Thomas from us uh, as well. The thing is with commentary, Mark Robbins, and I know you probably won't like hearing it with them being a you know rival to Leicester City, but the, Mark Robbins always seems to get a tune out of young out of the young players that he's got at his disposal. Yeah, uh, I mean, he signed Joel Latibordier on a free from Swansea. Uh, the signings that they've made are all still within their mid mid to early 20s so there's still a lot of you know nurturing if they can keep hold of uh, Gustavo Hamer in the midfield uh, I know we're linked with him heavily uh, but they, they keep hold of these sort of players and they'll, they'll be back in uh, back in and around it and yeah. it's not just that the de- the demise of losing a playoffs can sometimes spur you on to go well look we've had we've had the negativity of it let's make sure that we get the job done next time Yes. Yeah. Well, it did it with Watford with us. Yeah. You know. So yeah. No. No. You're not. You're not far off. Um, uh, Nate says here. After you're done, could you give your thoughts on a team from the top six of your predictions that could potentially have a bad season, and a team from the bottom that could actually surprise good season? I'll start that, and maybe we'll, we will come back to that. Depending on how we're doing for time, Nate. Uh, I know uh, Dan's on a promise, so... Um... <laughs> yeah. What, promise of another brew? <laughs> hey, at my age, I'd take that, mate. Uh, fourth is Sunderland, the playoff winner, says Doug. And here we go. I'm surprised it's taking you so long, Doug. Um, I haven't seen that new film, The Tractor, yet, but I've seen the trailer. Hey! Oh, God. Oh. Um, um, but now, I've got to say a big thank you to, to, to Dan because we were supposed to be doing this on Wednesday, but uh, it's I'm off to see my family, my son. Uh, the last time I'll see him as a single man because next time I see him, we'll be walking down the aisle and getting married. So um, I did have a chat. I went, on a, well, I went into his room the other week and uh, I said, Look, remember, son? I said, Masturbating will make you go blind. I'm over here, Daddy said. Anyway, (laughs) 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 oh, it's it's after the watershed. I can get away with that. (laughs) And the thing is, this channel's not monetized yet. Welcome to LTID TV channel three, Uh... (laughs) channel five with. Mike says Coventry 16th thinks they'll struggle. Uh, and Anthony says, I had Leicester at fourth. 
Middlesbrough third, Leeds second, Southampton first. Ooh. I wonder why he had Southampton yes, first, Chris. I wonder on that. Mm. I wonder as well, you know. But um, uh, the worst of it was, having left my son's room, I then walked in on my grandmother. She was sucking my granddad's dick. I thought, well, why the hell? Why the hell couldn't they just cremate him with the rest of him? The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. <laughs> Do you like that one? <laughs> you Everybody will be telling that one later. Um, right. <sighs> That's the vision you've got in your head now, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I love that joke. <laughs> it was hard to say, it was a bit of a mouthful. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on into the top three. Um, <sighs> are Leicester going to be the third team in the playoffs or... Are they going to go? Is Dan got them for automatic promotion? Well, in third place and a new entry because they weren't here last season. Leeds United, you've got them as third. Yeah. Um, again, I think Leeds are going to become one of the new teams to sort of yo-yo a little bit. Um, Again, depends on signings. I think they signed Carl Darlow from Newcastle over the last few days. I think it might have even been earlier uh, earlier this morning. It was confirmed uh, 400, around 400k. Um, to be honest, uh, and they signed uh, Ethan Ampadu from Chelsea, uh, a, a defender who's still only 22. I'm a child, I know, but I love that name. <laughs> Ethan Ampadu. And do do do, do do But you know, he, he he was on loan at Sheffield United the last time they was in the Premier League. Um, so again, he's one of them players that Chelsea have probably had on the books for years and needs a, a, a move away than just being some loan man uh, at Chelsea with the well the many loan players they hand out. I think Leeds do need to replace some of the players they've lost. They've lost the bulk of their defence. Like I think Diego Lorente has gone to Roma or he's gone uh, to some foreign club anyway. And there is a Leeds player who has joined Roma. Um, but yeah, Leeds Leeds is just one of them clubs that, that they'll sort of fart. The fans getting behind them as well. Ellen Road, we all know it's a, you know, it's a very loud place on a match day. Uh, and I, th- I think they'll be, be in and around it. Like I say, for me, Leeds will be the, the new yo-yo club of, between the Championship and the Prem. Really? Do you think... All right, let's have a look at the, that, the four that you've got there then. Uh, in the playoffs, Leeds, Coventry, Ipswich and Southampton. Uh, have you had to pick one to, to, to go up as the playoff winners? So it's usually third against sixth and fourth against fifth, isn't it? It is. It is. So Leeds, Ipswich, Coventry, Southampton. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if it's a, a, lead, a Leeds-Coventry final and um, and Le- Leeds beat Coventry. I'd say, Le- I'd say Leeds go up. Like Ooh. I said, for me, I think they're the, they're the team that sort of yo-yos, but I do... Th- 
I would like somebody new. I would if it, if I had to pick, I, like I say, I'd, I'd take Ipswich hands down. Uh, I'd rather somebody new come up, you know, a back to back, give them a chance, you know, another story like Blackpool sort of sort of speak or or in Huddersfield. Um, in the Premier League, haven't they? Yeah, like? yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. But no, no, you're but, quite right. You know, um, even possibly Coventry. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, but there we go. So. There we go. Leeds, Coventry, Ipswich, Southampton. Third down to six in Dan's eyes with Leeds taking uh, a playoff final uh, win over Coventry. Um, So, two teams are left and we've not had the mighty Leicester yet. Are Leicester going to be second or are Leicester going to be first? Well, second, I'm going to be honest with you, I would take second. Um, I don't care how we go up, as long as we go up, as in I'd sooner obviously make first or second rather than through the playoffs, because they can go either way, we know that. But who have you got in second place? Are you ready? I would blow a trumpet, but I've got my window shut, so I'd have to live with it. Smell. <laughs> Middlesbrough. You have got Middlesbrough second. Now, we know what that means, but we'll come on to that in a second. But Middlesbrough second. Yeah, I think the job that Michael Carrick did last season out of this world to turn to turn um, you know Borough from looking like relegation candidates under Chris Wilder yeah. into you know, a team that was chasing Sheffield United at one point looked like they could even even overtake them. Yeah. If it wasn't for the the jobs that Paul Heckingbottom at Sheffield United and Vincent Company had done at at Burnley, even Rob Edwards at Luton, you know, Mark Robbins and Michael Carrick would have been the other two names, you know, well up there for manager of the year. So Yeah. I believe if Michael Carrick can get them going again, you know, which I think he can, he's, you know, a lot of captains, when they, when they get going to management, you know, they don't lose that leadership. They know they've got to try and help the teammates over the line when they were a player. So now that they're a manager, they've got to have that man management, uh, you know, element with the leadership as well. So if you can manage both with a, fit, with a, a nice balance of 50-50, you're going to have a very healthy squad that that would run through brick walls for you, and I think yes. Burrow will get that under Carrick. So second spot and uh, another promotion um, for Steve Gibson's uh, Middlesbrough. I, uh, I think they'll be all right, haven't they? When you think, yeah, yeah, they have. I mean, they, they used to, be, you know, again, they they've had their days in there with the likes of um, you know Mendieta, um, Janini. Yeah, Ravanelli. They've they've had some fantastic players. I do know where Janino is. He's still in Pontus Camark's back pocket. <laughs> um, but you know they, they've had a very uh, a very good um, Premier League history, and I think they'll obviously go back up again. But you know, let, let's let, let's see. Like I say, second, I think is a very good position for Borough. Yes, yeah, and I mean looking at last season's table. Um, I mean, you were on 101 points. 
I mean, anybody can do 101. You've only, you only done it when you get 102 points, mate. Then you can grow. Um, but Sheffield United, 91. You were don't don't of... count what you wish for. Remember, yeah. Owen Coyle said Bolton were 10 years ahead of Burnley and we're coming up 10 years now. I mean... <laughs> uh, Luton Town, though, 11 points behind Sheffield United. Um and 16 points behind them were Middlesbrough. So it was a huge gap. Yeah, they, they were. Um, but I think at the time, you know, Sheffield went, Sheffield United sorry, went on a bit of a, a downward spiral. Mm. And, you know, they, they had a few games where they just couldn't buy a win. Borough then started winning and they looked very close to, to stealing Sheffield United's thunder in second spot. It's only, you know, as we know with the Championship, that's one thing that I'm going to miss about it, that it's such a hard league that you can't just go into a game thinking that, it, yeah, we'll piss this, we'll, we'll get the win, it's right. Every single game is going to take grit, determination, hard work, sweat on the shirt. You are literally going to be involved in a, in a brawl for 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I like about the Championship. It's still got that authenticity of real football. Well, yeah, we, we, we will see, but... Straight in with a bullet at number one, a brand new entry. Straight in at number one, not unlike Slade all those years ago, and I had to make sure I got the right group there. But uh, number one, it's the Mighty Foxes. You've got us down as first. Now, before you go into this, and so you've changed your mind, and you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going what you sent me, mate, whether you changed your mind or not. Look, I got asked this the other day, and I said for Leicester, and I said this at the start, didn't I? If we don't get promoted this season, I'm not going to cry, you know, because. Hopefully, we would then be better and stronger to come up next season to, you know, I got a better and not be, like I said before, a Norwich or a Watford, which, which could happen. Um, for me, um, the minimum I'm looking for is probably eighth. Anything below yeah. eighth, I would um, be disappointed, and maybe we need to look whether Enzo's the man. I want to say it's funny you say that because I said I, I put Burnley to finish eighth. You know, last yeah, season. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, I'd have took anything or anything more than that. But just missing out on the playoffs if it's quite close. Playoffs, yeah, I would take. Um, top two, I would love. I'm not particularly bothered at this part of the season where it is. You know, uh, if we're in your position, and I don't think we will be, but if we're in your position, and then we throw it away, that'd be disappointing. But I think it's very disrespectful to, like I say, the other well, the other 20 teams, if you like, 21 teams that are in that division to say that all three of us that have come down are going to go straight back up again. I think it is disrespectful yeah. to them. Um, I can see why they've put us first. And my worry is that we are the team, and no disrespect to Leeds, no disrespect to Southampton, we are the team that people want to get to beat. Because we're yeah. the ones that are coming down as ex-Premier League champions, ex-FA Cup winners, um, you know, ex-Community Shield Stroke Super Cup winners, ex, um, you know, we got to a semi-final of a European Cup competition. We've been 
we've been in all somebody pointed this out to me before before and i haven't thought about it we've been in every single european competition that there's been in the premier don't league forget the english super cup now i did say that community shield stroke super cup oh, yeah yeah i, I, uh, I switched, off. I switched off when you started uh ramming them all off yeah um <laughs> but yeah we have actually been in all three european uefa competitions we are the big scout for teams to come for and i don't mean to say no i'm not this dissing southampton or or leeds but you know if, if i said to you as a burnley who, who would you want to beat if you were still down there most i reckon you'd probably say leicester but well, i'd probably say blackburn but you well, know. No, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> forgetting blackburn i mean i, I meant out of the three that come down you all yeah yeah i mean if if, if blackburn weren't in the equation and you had yeah. to dangle me a carrot you'd obviously say out of the I mean, I don't know. Everybody wants to beat Leeds. That's obvious. It's Leeds. Mm. Who doesn't want to get one over on Leeds? Nobody likes them. But like you said, the history behind Leicester, it's a case of, oh, we we, we have beat Leicester. So, um, you know, like Anthony says there, fingers crossed you can emulate that. I mean, like I said at the start, I think if... Um... You, you, you've not helped us by having the season you've had uh, because there's, the comparisons are coming thick and fast and I think that's dangerous. But you've got us as first. Why? I just believe that fortune favours the brave and with Leicester, there has been you know, recent, recent turmoil with the, within the club. Um, for me, personally, looking from the outside, I thought... Top was defending a mate in Brendan Rodgers and Casey it, it kept him there longer than he should have for me. Um, I think it was a case of they had, there was like that and neither of them wanted to disappoint each other. Mm. Um, I and after what Brendan they, had totally fallen out of love with the job. Um, yeah. And I think, I think they had, they, they weren't speaking because obviously, I mean, this is the problem when you try and stick by the rules, which is what Top did. Because had had he gone out and spent, uh, and don't forget the two previous seasons we had been in the Europa League, and that's what he was yeah. hoping for again. Uh, and but had that happened, and we'd gone out and bought the players, we'd have been absolutely done by the FFP in UEFA, which is tougher than the Premier League one. Yeah. So we stuck by the rules. That's why we didn't buy anybody. But Top wasn't telling Brendan. Top wasn't telling the fans. Uh, and of course, he stick by the rules, and that's what happened. And then Brendan, um, Top felt guilty because he hadn't supplied the the funds to Brendan. Uh, and that, I mean, it was like literally, it was the perfect storm of the season. Uh, but yes, and I think the fact that we have gone out, I think we, we I think we've nailed our colours to the mast very even with the signings we've made. I was actually yeah. at a barbecue, and I said, I've got to go. I said, why? I said, I've got to go and do a show. We've just signed Connor Cody and and, um, and Winks from Harry Winks from Tottenham. And he went, and I was sat with a Man United fan, my brother in law. He went, fuck off, you haven't. <laughs> we have. You know, you've got an ex, what, 18 months ago, an England, England centre back? Yeah. Harry Winks, yeah. who, I mean, Sampdoria are okay, but they're, they're a Saria team, you know. Uh, Potuccino mm, was very, you know, complimentary of him a lot i know a lot of Tottenham managers were but then there wasn't many saying Tottenham managers could work there long enough to form an opinion most of them um, yeah there is that yeah um so i i think i think we, we are we are going for it 
but we've still got. I think you're well equipped to. You are very well, equi very well equipped to, and the mm -hmm. players that you do lose, you're going to lose them, like say, for for good amounts of money. Madison, yeah. Barnes, two big, two big names. Again, I can go back to the Burnley sort of thing. We went down. We lost key players that have been, you know, stalwarts for the club. You know, mm. absolute stalwarts for the club. Who's who's we when Anthony comes up with something, by the way? I mean, narrow the team down, Anthony. We don't know what we <laughs> means. Is, is WE short for Weymouth? I mean, I, I don't have a bloody clue these days. With you. They play in Claret and Blue, believe it or not. Ah, right. Well, I'll have to check on Western Supermare then, because it's down that area, <laughs> isn't it? So, um, but... Um, to be honest, I just think. Oh, <laughs> um, I do. I do think that Leicester need to just use the money wisely. You've got mm. to think during COVID as well. You know, with Top's business is in you know travel and stuff, and with COVID, it's that now will actually have... almost doubled his wealth. You know. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, but then you've you've got to still be careful with that. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. you still you still got to in all financial decisions there's risk and with football we all know it's you know a risk or reward business depending on how it works on the pitch yeah we can all throw money at it and hope it works again i alluded to that with qpr earlier but now leicester just need to get it right get the fundamentals right get yeah. the get get the go back to what worked um if enzo can come in and put his own stamp on it I'm not saying that he's going to play that exact same tiki-taka pep stuff, but clearly he's going to try and implement some of those beliefs in let's not look back, let's try getting forward, let's uh, possession-based, playing it out from the back, being quite strong and resilient on the ball. You're going to have a season of adaptation. Mm. Like I say, we didn't expect the jump that we did. Uh, it's just, I believe Leicester do have the cali right calibers of players to finish as champions. I keep thinking you're going to burst into song. I believe I can fly. Um, Luke says, "What well, I think this is." I believe the that Leicester are the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was worse. That's the for you singing. Uh, what I think is disrespectful, <laughs> says Luke, is the parachute payment because it hands out the relegated team advantages. Nah, nah, is, nah. The thing is, yeah, I was going to say that we don't get parachute payments this season. Yeah. What we get this season is the money we earned for finishing 18th. Now, all right, that's 100 yeah. odd million, but we get that because we finished 18th because we were in the Premier League. Our parachute payments, if we don't go, so if we go up, like Burnley, as far as I understand it, are not getting parachute payments no. because they came straight back up. Look, you're going to have to get used to it because you're coming back down next season yourself. And, it, and, it, and the <laughs> thing is, though, it's not even... This is the thing that pisses me off about people. Uh, parachute payments, this, PSG of the Championship, etc. to yeah. quote Rene. You know, it's... The thing that gets me... Your friend. ...is that all these other clubs um, say these things and it's them that can benefit. Because if we go straight back up, it's them that get that money. Not mm. us, them. If anything, us being on another success train and going straight back up gives you more financial power, not us. We'll get financial power from TV rights, etc. Mm. We get that. But then yet again, with the way football is nowadays and these championship games on our follow and stuff like that, 
there's money to be made on TV routes in other leagues. Yeah. I do believe that you can parachute find. payments could be scrapped. I think I think it should be scrapped, personally. I think uh, it and, is scrapped, and, I, and I, I think it's a very, very valid point. I think we'd see a lot of teams in financial trouble because well, they it, gamble it, everything yeah. to try and stay up. It is unfair, totally, but you know, and in a way, the championship teams are benefiting because Burnley have gone up, so you haven't got a team that's just going out and spend, spend, spend because they've got the money. Because yeah, you've and, it, and if parachute pay, for parachute payment to work properly, <laughs> <laughs> it needs it needs to be a level playing field. You know, when it comes to dishing the money out, just because a certain cl- so say like obviously we've come up, so the likes of Borough, Coventry that did well last season will probably receive that little bit more coin from the parachute payments than other teams around them. I think there needs to be a all clubs get the same. Because it's not fair. I I don't. That part of it, I believe, is not fair. Why were parachute payments introduced in the first place? Now, I could be wrong here. I know it's unlikely, but I could be wrong. But if I remember, there was talk around the time of the Premier uh, Premier League starting out that it would be a closed shop, that you would not get relegation or promotion. So if you weren't in there. That was it. You know, you weren't going to be in. And to literally agree to that, I think I think that's why, and I say, I'm not saying it's definitely why, but that would make sense, you know, because they say, I know they were talking about, well, yeah, if we're doing this, but then we don't want to go down and not be in this sort of golden, you know, city that is the Premier League. Um, I think it's wrong, but it's not going to come in this season anyway. Uh and then, I mean, let's be honest with you. Again, Leicester are going to be featured. Our first game of the season already right, happens to be Coventry. But our first game, I think whoever we played was going to be on the TV because yeah. we are ex-Premier League. I mean, we're, we're only the second team that has won the Premier League to get relegated. Blackburn yeah. did it. We've done it. And they're going to be looking, like I say, we're going to be the team that everybody's going to be after. If Leeds United are sat in fifth, then nobody's gonna... Sky aren't going to be given a bloody toss, to be honest with you. Leicester City. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? You only have no, to look at the TV remote. Team. That is a Leeds season Compared ticket, isn't it? Leicester City being sat in fifth or sixth. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because of expectations and they expect us to, and I say because of what we've done, we're going to be on telly a lot, so we're going to get that money. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with you there. But look, there's the league table in your eyes. Cardiff City, Sheffield Wednesday, QPR to go down. Uh, playoffs, Southampton, Ipswich, Coventry with Leeds, with probably Leeds winning that. And Middlesbrough and the biggest team in the East Midlands uh, going straight back up again. Now, let's. if you've got time and you don't need to rush off, I'm just concerned. No, no. Do stuff you do. I just want to go back to Nate's question here. Uh Okay, let's go for the bottom one first of all. Always best to go for the bottom first, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> um, uh, who could potentially have a good season, is what he's saying, from the bottom? Um, now, let's say the bottom. Shall we say um, three, the bottom six, shall we say? So, Huddersfield, Birmingham Hall, QPR, Sheffield, Wednesday, Cardiff City. 
those are the bottom six that we've got there so out of those six a surprise team that will not be in the bottom six i guess is what nate's saying if i've got it right yeah um i was gonna say stoke but they're just out of it so i'll, I'll go with birmingham mm. i think somebody said I'll earlier birmingham. birmingham always seems to pull out the results just when they need to yeah yeah um Again, the investment of Birmingham could be a big thing for them as well. They've just got to get it right and hope that everything, you know, the, the pieces of the puzzle that they're bringing in fits. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to differ. I'm going to disagree with you. Um, that's just the sort of guy I am. I was going to say, don't change the habit of a laugh. No, no. <laughs> uh, oh, cheers, Doc. Well done, mate. Well done. Um, send the predictions over. Well done. Um, I, I'm actually going to go Sheffield Wednesday. I can understand I, why. I can yeah, understand. I have that. a feeling they may just. That's still at the back of the mind. That adrenaline rush that you get from what happened in that in the playoffs for them. Yeah, I, I, I think Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, just the size of the club, they could be, uh, could be the one. QPR, I think, are in. Dire straits, like you say. Um, whole, but I think Birmingham for me, Birmingham we're just always down there. I think you know that they will be again this season. So, yeah, for me, Sheffield Wednesday. For you, did you say Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should, are you doing the prediction league, Dan? You should do. Um, well, it depends obviously on my I job. Mean, you might actually win gonna... for once because you know the teams. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I did, I did shocking, I did shocking last season, but uh, well, why am I not surprised? Did Kate win again? <laughs> no, Anthony did. Did he? Wow, wow, he's an Arsenal fan, he's not used to winning, so he'll take that. Yeah, of course <laughs> he will. Oh, so, uh, it won't last long, he'll bottle it. Okay, from the top six, which are Southampton, Ipswich, Coventry, Leeds, Middlesbrough or Leicester, which one of those... Well, first of all, let's go on one that you really do think might have a disastrous season. I mean, if you were going to go obvious, you'd probably say Ipswich because I put where I've put them. Mm. But I'm not. I'm going to say Coventry. Really? Wow. I'm going to say Coventry. I think if they lose, they've already lost Doyle to yourselves, who they had on loan last season from yes. City. Oh, sorry, Coventry. Um, so, you know, you, you've already stole a, a, a player off them there. Um, and obviously, if Hamer goes, that's a, a big loss in midfield as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think Coventry could be one of those where it could go tits up, depending on what happens. Well, well, I am going to disagree with you again. Um, who knew? Who knew, eh? <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to go Southampton. Um, I think if one of the teams could potentially fall and then fall again, I think it is going to be Southampton. Uh, I really, really do. Uh, I don't think, uh, you know, off the pitch, I don't think they're being particularly well run at the moment. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you because I'm gonna go for Coventry, but uh, sorry for uh, Southampton. But I, I'm actually gonna have a bit of a second choice of a team that may not do well, and I'm gonna say Leicester City. 
because there's That's a lot interesting. of unknowns. Sorry? Very interesting. Yeah, because there's a lot of unknowns in there. Enzo, unless, I mean, he excites me, don't get me wrong. You know, and the way he had us playing for that first 20 minutes is like, seriously? Who are these teams? He's got Ndidi playing like the best midfielder since Jordan Henderson. You know, I mean, it, it was like, who is this Ndidi? We recently signed his cousin or somebody. So, yes, he, you know, but then we saw the old Leicester coming back, three goals in 18 minutes and the game's over, um, which was a little bit worrying. Um, and, yes, is the tippy-tappy football that he might be playing... It's all right, it looks good, and we looked good for 20 minutes, but the, the same problems came back to haunt us. Our defence and the fact that we couldn't put goals. We should have had two goals before they scored. Neither, we, neither you know, did we. Um, that's why I want Pero in one end, and we've got Cody to come back. He's still injured, which is typical of Leicester. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick possibly a Leicester in there as well. Good show. Very good show, mate. There we go. So, Nate, I hope if you're still with us, because I know it's different hours over there in, in, in La 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 America, uh, but I hope you are La 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 Land. Uh, <laughs> Dan, thank you so very much for that, mate. Um, oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And and I do I do appreciate the fact that you put Leicester top. And if you go yeah. and just check through your letterbox now, there should be a, a brown envelope. <laughs> A brown envelope full of dung. Uh, oh, well, God, you said boom, didn't you? Sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. God, I've got it wrong again. Damn. Sorry. Well, you and the damn spelling mistakes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, pre I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much. And uh, like I say, good luck to every team in the Championship next season. But particularly Leicester, like I say, me and you have grown a, a really strong friendship for two blokes, opposite ends of the age spectrum. Uh, I know, mate, I've got my legs crossed under here, so I'm just making it look realistic, at least, you bastard. No, but, that's because um, of what, what's growing in there when you talk about me. <laughs> I, I, do you know, did I, I think you were there before. I had, I had a stalker before, but you can never tell on camera because it's always... <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Uh, to be fair, mate, it, honestly... Um, I, I, I believe Leicester will be all right, no matter what, anyway. And like you said, if, if you're going off your prediction of eight or anything, um, but yeah, I, I, th I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. And Nate, take care, mate. Yeah. No, I do appreciate that. Look, good luck back in the Premier League. I know I, I, need I, it. I, I, I was sort of... I suppose it's because... I mean, I, I noticed your reaction when you went down wasn't quite as bad as my reaction... Uh, I didn't, but then again, I was—I suppose you see—I've been there, seen it, got the T-shirt so many times. I'm twice your age, for God's sake, you know. So I'd been there, and I was expecting it. Do you know, I mean, we'd just been expecting it all season. Well, mate, you're old enough to be my granddad's yeah. granddad, so you know it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> 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 no, and, and it, I mean I can remember feeling this way, and it wasn't. No disrespect, it wasn't tears, it wasn't anger, it was just, yeah, we've been expecting, and when we went down to League One, we'd been hovering around there for three or four seasons, and yeah. it was almost like, 
And I think it's the best thing that could have happened to Burnley to go down. And I think it's the best thing that could have happened to Leicester because we will have that rebuild. Had we not gone down, how many of those players, which is probably still sold Barnes and Madison because, people, you know, they're after them anyway. Um, but we got rid of all the players that... that we're out of contract. It was quite right not to give them extended contracts. We can go into the Premier League season the way we are now. We'd have had to have tried to keep some of those players. Some, you know, so some players may not have wanted to move on because we were still in the Premier League. So it is a clean slate, um, which is very, very good. A bit like that time I got a job as a roofer. And the boss caught me masturbating on the on the roof. He said, "It's all right." So many masturbating jokes. So many masturbating jokes tonight. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, he told me I could uh, wipe the slate clean. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know why you bring the masturbating mate, jokes. Out. Mate, just get them out the system now. You've got a three-hour radio show tomorrow. I know. And I'm not going to swear again on it. Um, <laughs> stay tuned, I'll tell you about that. But, uh, no, no, thanks so much for coming on, mate. Good luck in the Premier League next season, mate. Um, Cheers, and thanks everyone for watching as well. Appreciate it. Keep showing Chris your support. Tell everybody where you are. I'm here. Right here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'll be over on Turf Morehouse TV. Um, obviously, trying to do... Some Premier League content, etc. Um, obviously, you know, the balance of work life, family life and stuff like that. Um, it's going to be shook up a little bit this year, but I'm going to still try and give you guys the best content I possibly can from my side of things. And like I say, if it wasn't for people like Chris here who sort of got me into this game a little bit by having the confidence to sit behind a camera and chat shit about football um, without a beer in my hand, then, um, yeah, you know, I, I appreciate it. So thank you again, Chris, for all your support. And, uh, yeah, guys, just keep supporting Chris because I don't want him to give up this YouTube stuff either. The, the radio stuff I know he's big on, but he's also great at what he does from um, giving you guys a Leicester perspective. So keep supporting Chris, please, as well. You are a gentleman, sir. You are a gentleman. Dan's link is in the description below, so on YouTube. Um, so make sure to click it. We're on a different channel because I was naughty on the main channel, so I am on the. Uh, I know uh, I am on channel B, LTID TV two, and I will be for the following week, which is Monday night show, Thursday night show, and Friday night show. But look, you can still see me, which I'm sure you're thinking, God, I wish I couldn't. Dan, I'll speak to you in a minute, mate. Stay online. No worries, pal. Take care, everyone. Thank you very much for your help on that one. Cheers, buddy. Thanks a lot. Take care, everyone. And good luck in the Premier League. God, that hurt. Oh! (laughs) 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 Cheers, mate. Goodbye. Cheers. Uh, They'll be all right. They'll be all right. I think there's certainly three worse teams than Burnley in that Premier League. Um, Surely Everton have got to come down this season. Um, But, and he's... uh, He's nodding away. But yeah, just a couple of coming up Monday night, tomorrow night, we have got uh, the Let's Talk Leicester show, the debate show. It's coming up and we will be live at eight o'clock on this channel. Uh, the link will be in the normal places. Uh, please do get over and check it out. Um, and you know what? Um, we're going to be talking Liverpool, Coventry and uh, the championship coming up. Then on um, Tuesday, what was? Let's have a look. What we got coming up? I, I'm not. Uh, 
coming up on where are we? We're in August, aren't we? I'm on, I'm on a Coventry City one next week, tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, and I'm back, we're back on Thursday with the preview against Coventry. That will be being hosted by uh, Brad and uh, the Prediction Show on Friday. If you want to be in the Prediction Show, get your predictions over to at Full Time Focus. Follow him and get your predictions over by 9 o'clock Thursday night or you will have missed the cutoff. Um so thanks very much to Dan. And don't forget, if you do want a bit of a laugh in the morning and you don't like Radio 1 or Radio 2, surreyhillsradio.co.uk from 7 till 10. And you've got me to uh, take you through those first three hours in the morning. surreyhillsradio.co.uk. This music is doing my head in. There we go. <laughs> God, I forgot. One of the. I don't miss that, I'll tell you. But thanks so very much to everybody that joined in. Dog, my apologies again to you, sir. And I will see you all tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on this channel with the Let's Talk Leicester. Um, take care. I will see you then. Goodbye now. These videos are so dreamy. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to click the notification bell. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.